Um, hello. <laughs> that was uh, the first 15 seconds where just Kelly and I looking, daring each other to speak. <laughs> it's a game of chicken. Yes, it was uh, a silent game of chicken. Yeah. Um, just like in Rebel Without a Cause. Oh, I don't know that I've ever actually seen that movie. I've seen it once. I just know a... that you're tearing me apart. Yeah, um, I loved Natalie Wood when I was Ugh. a little girl. Such a tragedy. Such a tragedy. Looking at you, James Woods. Yes. He's the one. I know. He's a fucking murderer. We all know that. We all know it. Anyways, uh, this is FOH. Uh, I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a podcast about restaurants. Service. Food. Wine. Uh, getting fucked up. Bugs. <laughs> Arachnids. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Sorry, it's weighing heavy on my mind. We're in full fly season, so at the restaurant I work at, so it's like fly strips, fly traps. Da, 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 I da. love, um, for those of you who aren't familiar with having to deal with flies in restaurants, it's really like uh, you get, you sprinkle like a sex crystal on a, <laughs> on, it is. It's, I know, I know. Yeah, I, it's crystallized hormones, essentially, and you pour them on a sticky it's tube. It's like a gold sticky tube. It's, I mean, kind of pleasing in my mind i kind of like the ritual of it and then and then you attract and then the flies was it you that i was with and there was like a fly trap somewhere we were and you're like that's kind of like sheep (laughs) no i don't think so there was like this printed fly trap someone i was with because it had like the little flies like printed on the paper but they were in this like kind of little pattern cute maybe it was like chloe i feel like she was like oh i kind of kind of like it I mean, I get it. Yeah. Why not make everything beautiful if you can? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a grotesque season. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're swarming around your peeled fruit. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any stories, Kelly? I have one. So I was on vacation. Ooh. Um, so I just got back yesterday and actually worked a shift yesterday. And... Um, <laughs> I came back and I was like, there was a new line cook when I sat down for a family meal and there's like a new ish Sue. And I was just feeling, and this trip was like very refreshing and very fun for me. And I was feeling kind of like high energy. And so I was like, let's play a game. And I was like, everyone say what allium they are. <laughs> oh my God, you absolute nerd. <laughs> well, I think it was very fun. And and some people got into it. And like the new line cook, he's 19. He's so cute. He was like, I think I'm a garlic chive because like everyone forgets about me. And even when you remember, you don't like it that much. And I was like, I love you. Oh, he said so it with cute. like kind of good cheer. Though. Yeah. Like it wasn't some, it wasn't like he was like, Ugh. yeah, he was like, you know, everyone forgets about me. That's so cute. It was very cute. And then my boss, like we're going around. And my boss just goes, I'm garlic. And I said, I'm sorry, you can't claim garlic because that's half of what alliums are. I was like, you need to say, are you roasted garlic, pickled garlic, fermented garlic, garlic scape, you know, dried garlic, fresh garlic, garlic powder, garlic bread. I was like, can you please participate (laughs) in the game that I'm proposing? And he was just like, no, garlic. Wow. And I was 
so openly livid. And I was like, well, I guess that kind of goes against, you know, because everyone else is kind of saying like why they think, but you're just, okay, okay. Okay. Like me for no reason getting so it's getting mad. really I would be angry. But it was just like I was like, I'm trying to do a nice fun thing. It's my first day back. Can you just like participate? Participate. And you know and he knows that that was making me mad. Yeah, that's shitty. I know. Interesting. 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 No, that's rude. You gotta play the dumb game. No offense. Oh, it's a dumb game. Yeah, but that's the point. It's like a very it's like a but it's like a getting to know you game because I was like there's like two guys here that I, I don't know from Kane. Yeah. <laughs> well, pissed. good on you for trying to bring what, the what vibe. Are, what do you think you are? Um, I'm gonna go with Shallot. That's what I said I was. <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> that's so cute. Wow. 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 That's really impressive and so deeply dumb. <laughs> I'm touched. <laughs> I'm touched. And that's why we do this podcast <laughs> together. My sister in arms. Just a couple of shallots. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Wowzers. Wow. Um, great, 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 great. That's good stuff. That's great. Um, I'm hoping this replaces astrology, my, my allium game. <laughs> Um, Sick of astrology. Very fun. I um, I guess uh, I well, I don't know. I I also was not in town for a couple of days. I went to D.C. to visit my dad, which was super fun. We had a great time. Um, we really like hit it hard, which was great. Um, my dad just straight up like ordering double scotches. I was like, oh fuck, like okay, <laughs> damn daddy, it was, damn daddy. Um, and it was really fun. I had a great time. Um, I did have this really cute, I don't know why it really struck me, probably because I was really fucking high, um, by accident. Um, I just got super stoned and then we was, I was with my dad at a hotel bar. Mm -hmm. And so everything was like very intense, but I was talking to the bartender and he was like, um, by my order, he could tell, like he was, I got like a, a 50, 50, martini and he was like oh okay like kind of, you know some, you know sometimes when you order stuff and then people treat you differently yeah i mean 50 50 is like you're not an idiot who's like i'll have dry and dairy yeah exactly right so he was talking and he said something we were joking around about like dumb martini orders or something and he was like so cute he was just like yeah these people from the country you know they don't know how to order martinis and I was like the fact that you said these people from the country is so cute and also of the country Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean yeah it was really it just struck me as like a really it's a super southern thing to say Mm -hmm. like these country folk don't know what they're talking about I'm like neither do you you freak and I love you it was really cute I mean DC is us it's literally a swamp there's swamp people and I'm not talking about like, no, I'm not talking about the Illuminati. I'm talking about literally it is a swamp. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause a lot of, I was talking to somebody and they were like, DC is not the South. And I was like, DC oh, is, baby. It's, I mean, it's its own thing obviously, but it is so it's the South in so many ways. And, and it's just, I mean, phys- like geographically, but also geographically it's the South, but a lot of culture too, I think. Is, I think so too. Is Southern. I think that. Um, so many people don't realize that black people live outside like Chicago, yeah. New York, and Philadelphia. Yeah. 
And so there's a, yeah, a ton of black people live in DC, obviously. Obviously. And it's like, people just forget that. And I'm like, no dude. And like growing up in Florida, I was around so many black people. Like that was like, it's a really, really, really diverse place. And so when I moved to Massachusetts, I was like, Oh fuck. Like there's, it's just, it's interesting. People don't think about it. Like, yeah, it's like, it's crazy. I'm like, just because like, to me, I'm like, I associate the South with like, like so many more black people live there than yeah. in the North because of slavery, obviously. Right. <laughs> and so like when people are, I'm like, just look at the demographics. You'll know if you're in the South. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Anyways. Um, but it was really fun and I've had, um, yeah, it was just a really pleasant time. I recommend if you have access to like any sort of pool, you oh, know, yeah. it's really it, the the pool pool culture pool vibe is such a different thing, and I forget because yeah. I don't really spend a lot. There, you don't have access to pools here in New York City. You do. I There's mean, like I so don't. many public pools, but I mean, I guess public pools, but not in my neighborhood, and oh, it's not yeah. like easy for me to access. So I guess I just don't. I don't seek them out. Mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. but uh, it's like so fucking great. Yeah, it's a totally. It's more brainless than going to the beach. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. I mean, I will say like a. New York City public pool is not kickback. I mean, no, exactly. Yeah, there's different levels of. And pools. then you can go to those pools that you pay to get into. Yeah, but I don't like that. I don't like, I don't that. like that either. I don't like, I don't like that, that vibe. Country club vibe. Yeah, I don't like that. It's Mm-mm. shitty. I mean, terrible people are going to be there. Yeah, in Long Island City, there are lots of fancy lots of condos around here. Have pools. yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll move into one. I really need to find that friend with that pool I'm apartment. Saying, I'm pool. moving in. Great. Thank you so much for doing <laughs> that. Just kidding, um, Woodnev. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, anyways, was, ugh, this what? is just a travel story. It's a quick one. Okay. Um, so I was in Cincinnati for a wedding as part of my travels, and Cincinnati, for those who do not know, is right across the river from Kentucky, and um, and in Kentucky, Kentucky is a lawless land, but um. <laughs> So we bought cigarettes for $6 a pack. Yes. Mamma mia. Yes. But um, right across the border in Covington is this, it's the largest liquor store in the U.S. and it's all employee owned. And it's, it's crazy. And they're so nice. It's called Party Source. It truly is a party source. source of party. And, and it, it really interestingly has like a decent selection of natural wine. Like they have like Ochapinti and Scribe and like all this like, good stuff i don't know it's it's a great place if you're ever in ohio kentucky indiana go there no 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 (laughs) yes um but i was like because i was getting ready with the bride and so we wanted to do like aperol spritzes in the morning and so i was like um to one of the employees i was like do you guys have aperol and he was like yeah and he was like you going swimming (laughs) which i was like (laughs) don't associate those two things and i was like Oh no! I was like, I wish, but I'm getting ready for a wedding today. And he's like, "Well, is it your wedding?" And I said, "No, it's not my wedding." And he's like, "You got time to go swimming?" (laughs) You're right. (laughs) He's like a water lobbyist or something. You're like, what are you talking about? I know. I was like, am I like? Did I say something earlier? Like, I was like, why? Why is he so? You're like, I was dripping wet in a bathing suit, but I don't know what it was. so funny. He's like, what? You got time to go swimming? Now, I got a great little watering hole. I mean, it sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. 
where he directs you into this like you know i would have done it that <laughs> in a second oh my god it was so funny that is really funny yeah something about you something about i do love the water i know i know you really do tropical bird um they call me <laughs> they call the me fuck people say it <laughs> put that on your hinge profile <laughs> guys i'm on hinge it's not going so good check it out find her at hot girl 69 bushwick <laughs> yeah whatever bushwick hottie 69 <laughs> um very cool well pivot to the topic um this week i feel like maybe it's been evident in this last few ep- episodes of this podcast but Ouch. No, I mean, I think we've been doing a good job. It's summer programming. Yeah. You know, we're basically, you know. This is, this is, it's like that's when all the shows go on hiatus and it's all like insane reality shows yeah. on network TV. That's this right that's now. This. Um, But I thought maybe we could talk about like restaurant burnout. Yeah. Um, Because I think I've been feeling that. And it's like a very, because I think like we, we've talked about so many positive aspects of working in restaurants and also we've bitched about terrible guests and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is always really fun. But, um, but I think sometimes talking about the ways that working in restaurants can suck and what burnout feels like is also helpful. Yeah. <laughs> because it kind of, it can sneak up on you and it's like, uh, I think it presents a different set of like symptoms than other jobs. For sure. And I think, um, something we were talking about before we started was like a lot of people, both of us included in the restaurant industry are naturally extroverted. Yeah. So it's like you kind of run yourself, I think further down. Like I think if you were like in an office or something, you might like, you might have a better stopgap. Like, Mm. you know, where you're like, Whoa, I'm, I'm just bored or like, I don't know. I don't know what happens. (laughs) Straight up, like, what? Like, sending too many emails <laughs> made my hands tired. I don't know what you guys go through. <laughs> but, like, I think when you're an extrovert and you're working in this very extroverted industry, you're, like, your impulse is to give and give and give and give. And, and you think that that might fill you back up. Yep. But it's not. And, you're, and so you, like, run yourself even further into yeah. the ground. Yeah, that's true. You know? Because especially when dealing with guests, if you aren't getting back satisfaction and back like assurance and like confidence, you get drained. Yeah, exactly. So if you're dealing with shitty people all the time and absorbing that energy, and then like we talked about in, in, you know, a couple episodes back, like doing all that emotional labor, it's like a very intense psychic experience, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, And I just think that like, it deadens me so much. Yeah. I think something that I think is like a constant push pull for me and something that's been really hard lately is, um, I love the life that I've created for myself and restaurants are such an integral part of that life. Um, and, but then it's really hard to like, I don't know, read the news and not feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, it's that's something like before I went away that I was struggling with a lot that I was like, how do I like, how do I justify what I'm doing even to myself? Yeah. And I think like we talk about it being important work and I think it is, but also there are like children in prison. Yeah. 
And so it's like not important in the face of no that. No, it's not. It feels because it's a a it's a luxury mm-hmm. in in some ways. Um, and yeah, it feels. And you know when you're like you're working for someone and you're you're giving your all and you're like I mean it, maybe you are I don't know I'm haven't been lately but. <laughs> But yeah, it's it, you're working for someone else and, you know, maybe that person sucks or like, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, it doesn't, sometimes it just doesn't feel good. Yeah. And and you're serving rich people and, you know, you're making money for rich people and you're not a rich person and there's other shit going on and yeah, it fucking, it feels gross sometimes, yeah. you know? I don't know. Catering to people who I know have dark souls it's not fun. It's not a good, doesn't make me feel good. No. You know, it makes me feel shitty actually. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it just feels bad sometimes. It feels bad sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing else to add. I think also like, you know, if like, there's a real, there can be a real divide between front of house and back of house. And then like, you feel like even more frivolous because you're not, I don't know. Like sometimes I think like sometimes, especially where I'm working right now, it does feel sometimes like front of house work is really devalued. And I think that that is a huge weight on morale. And like, Mm -hmm. I've never really worked at a place that it's so prevalent. And so to me, I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm just a sack of shit that like, puts in orders like a monkey yeah you know and that's like not a good feeling yeah that's um that's really interesting it it sucks like when you have to interface between like a kitchen that's like you're an idiot yep and then guests who are like you're an idiot you're like maybe i am i guess i'm an idiot yeah for sure and it's like, uh, it's not great. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a great feeling. And, uh, there's a lot of energy being absorbed and I'm not getting it back. Yeah. And I'm also like, I don't even want to fucking, I, I don't want to think about booze and food right now. Yeah. I'm like, I want to eat a fucking sandwich and speak to no one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like, I think it's, it's such a hard It's like, it is, so it's like, I think that's what it is, is like you have to, to avoid burnout, you have to like get energy from other places. Like hopefully you work in a restaurant that you feel energized by because like the food is good and the wine is good and you love your coworkers. But at the end of the day, it's probably not going to give that much back to you. Right. And like, if you're getting it from, if you're burning the candle from both ends, you have to get it from somewhere else, but then you're tired and you're burnt out. And so how do you, I'm not even working that much. Like I understand, like that's the thing about restaurants that we've talked about before is that it doesn't even matter how much you're working sometimes. It's like just, it's too much no matter what. I'm only working three shifts. Yeah. Four really. But it's like, it's fucked. I'm like, I want to go home and like barricade myself in my house. Yeah. Now, is that a symptom that something else? I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. Am I recreationally mm-hmm. taking my old prescription drugs right now? Absolutely. And that's okay. 
you and know? That's okay. Am I going to tell my therapist that? Absolutely not. You know? Did and you buy health insurance when you got this new job? No. Why not? I'm not spending the money on health insurance. Mm-hmm. I go to therapy and I'm going to get like a fucking gym membership. It's fine. Um, what are you, Tom Cruise? <laughs> fucking. I fucking wish. Listen, it's fine. It's the summertime. It's also summertime makes me feel fucking dark and evil, and I hate it. It's my least favorite season. It's a hor- it brings out the worst in people. Everyone's cranky. Everyone's going over. People are sitting outside when it's a hundred degrees out, making you sweat like a damn dog to bring them their fucking <laughs> pate. They're eating potted meats in that fucking temperature. It, there must be lizard people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that is like really depraved uh, when people want to sit outside in the cuckoo heat. And I know it's because like they're all in offices that are over air conditioned and they're like, I'm, I want to feel the sun on my skin. But it's like, just quit that job, babe. Yeah. Take a little vacation so I don't have to do this. Oh, my God. It's really gross. It's, it's gross. It's really gross. How do you feel like... um burnout like manifest for you i mean like i said i need to have a i know it's bad when i have a day that i just like when i'm working and like things in my life are are clicking in the restaurant i'm working in and i feel you know it's always gonna kind of suck because it's a job and no one wants to have a job (laughs) but like when i feel it's okay you know on my days off i can like i'm like all right i'm gonna like make myself some breakfast. I'm going to go to this vintage store. I'm going to write. Like I, I have that energy. Mm-hmm. And when I don't, and when I'm fucking feel shitty about what I'm doing for a living, I will just stay inside all day by myself and not do anything. Mm-hmm. It's, de- it's like depression, I guess, but like it feels different. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I physically can't think, I can't think. Yeah. My brain is like, no, you, you just can't. You've used it all up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It feels like a resource is drained. And yeah. I just have to isolate myself, you know, and, like, and like re, regenerate so then I can give it right back to the restaurant. Yeah. Which is, feels, which then I resent it. Yeah. Because I don't have it for other things, you know? And I have to have it for my job. Like, we've talked about, to make money, you have to have that energy. Yeah. It's like, it's weird. You're making money off of your own personality in this way. That's like, I don't know, but it's not fully you. It's Mm -hmm. like very weird, you know? Yeah. Am I making sense? No, that makes total sense. Yeah. What about you? I feel like for me, I, I just become like very, very short. Yeah. Which like, I think that in general, like I'm like a pretty happy and loving person yeah in my relationships or I try to be and then like when I'm burnt out I'm like and it's like and then that's it's like the same thing it just carries across like it's like I'm short with guests but then I'm also like very uncharitable to my friends when I'm feeling burnt out like I'm just like no I don't have the energy to deal with that yeah I'm like don't talk to me about it I don't want to talk about it yeah and like and that's what sucks that really sucks because it's like I don't want like part of the reason I work at restaurants is because I don't want to take work home with me. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like when you burn out and you're just like, yeah, that's that's really what it is. Yeah. Is when you feel that it comes home with you and you're yeah. like, damn it, no, you got to get out, get out, get Baba Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I banish you. I, ba- I haven't seen the Baba Duke. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, but 
Yeah, I'm the same way. And actually, I guess I didn't really talk about what burnout is like at work. And it is <laughs> this <laughs> this weekend. I fucking this woman. Oh my god! I just she did everything that pushed all of my fucking Mm-mm. buttons in one visit, and I was like, she. <laughs> She's like a secret. She's one of those secret shoppers. She's a, she was testing yeah, you. She was testing me. Someone said, "This is these are Lillian's trigger points. Yeah. Here, hit them all at once, like a yeah. fucking whack-a-mole. She, um, she sat down, and before, as I was, like, placing my fingers on a menu to get, like, she, but yeah. just hit the seat. I'm just doing my first motion. She goes, yeah, can we have some water? And I was like... Fuck off. Yeah. And I said what I say when I'm a little bit. And I was like, you know what? That's the next thing I was going to do. Because I'm like, yeah, bitch, I know. Yeah. One of my pet peeves. I work at a restaurant now where like in their like manual of style that you get when you like yeah. train. They're like, you don't have to pour water for people. They're like, if, if as long as there's a quantity of water on the table, you don't have to like pour it for yeah. them from the bottle. But I've worked at restaurants where you do have to. Yeah, like, I if, do that. You know? Yeah. Um, and it used to be a real pet peeve of mine, like where I would, people would come in and immediately drink like three glasses of water. And I would be like, look, cause you don't hydrate yourself in your life. Now I'm <laughs> a fucking nanny state that has to like give you the why it used to make me so mad. You come in here properly hydrated or don't come in at all. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I do? I walk down the street. I say, hmm, I'm feeling a little thirsty in my throat i'm gonna go buy myself some seltzer it's called being a fucking adult you come in here you chug three to four glasses of new york tap water you're gonna get mercury poisoning like a fucking chump i was like i use it used to make me so that's hilarious that that is a pet peeve of yours these poor guests they don't know what they're doing (laughs) don't know but anyways she did that and i was like you know what bitch just let me just give me a fucking literal 15 seconds yeah Anyways, I never, I'm like, it's always people have water and menus within 30 seconds of sitting down. Like, that's my fucking, I am on it. Anyways. And then (laughs) she was like the dumbest woman with a fake allergy I've ever dealt with in my life. Mm. She was like, she was like, um, okay, so can I have this drink, but like without the vermouth? And I was like, totally. I'm like, that's easy to do. She and her husband got the same drink. So I have two shakers, you know, got the drinks. I put him down in front of her. She's like, and then this one is the one without vermouth. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I listened to what you said yeah. and I did it. And yeah. that's how th- it works. And then she talks to my coworker and she's like, so I have a gluten allergy, so I can't have vermouth. And I was like, that's not, <laughs> no, that's wrong. That's okay. Great. And then she kept being like, so this mayonnaise has soy sauce in it, right? Because every mayonnaise has soy sauce in it. And we're like, sweetie, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? So then every time I made... Even if... Okay, this is just... This just... I'm getting mad, but um, <laughs> even if you just say the word mayonnaise, clearly a French word. Yeah. So, like, why so do you think that... <laughs> how, how do you think that that happened? You know? Like, in the history... Just thinking about, like, global history and, like, cultural exchange... This woman doesn't Travel, have, colonialization. Yeah. Like, where do you think soy sauce kind of came in? That's a really beautiful way to say <laughs> you're a fucking moron. Yeah. Yeah, so this woman had no... And then we, I kind of explained to her every single ingredient in everything she ordered, and she just, like, wouldn't... Anyways, and then so every time she got that drink, mm-hmm. she kept saying, and this one is the one without vermouth. And, like, and I... Babe. And I just... It just... It's... 
I know that I'm taking it personally. Obviously, it's so disrespectful to me because, again, trust me to do my job. Yeah. If is is your life really in my hands, then you better fucking trust me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, again, where, where's the gluten in also, vermouth? What are also, we thinking is you going are on? a fucking idiot. There's no gluten in vermouth. No spirit. Can I just say this? Yes. No, no spirit, spirit has gluten. Because it, it's alcohol, the molecule, it doesn't work. It doesn't. That's not. Distillation, blah, so, blah, blah. I don't really get it, but you know what? No, just trust me. Just that's fucking real. And you guys just stop it. All of you stop it. Including vodka that's yes. made from grain. Yes. There's still no gluten in You're it. You're fine. You can have corn vodka. You can have potato vodka if you want, but grain vodka doesn't have gluten in it. I was like, she said that to me like fucking three times. And I turned around to my coworker and I was like, this fucking slit at 102. Wow. Wow. And I was like, this slit at 102 says that to me one more fucking time. I swear to God. And then I was like, did I just call a woman a slit? <laughs> and my coworker oh my fucking lost it. And it was so funny. And uh, I was just like, I was like, this is what this, this is what is I'm being driven to. <laughs> Lillian's being given, driven to like a gay man's misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally that. Yeah, I was like, I cannot deal with this fucking woman right now. The good thing about having two bartenders is that you can swap out. And I believe that that's very important in restaurants because Mm -hmm. even if this person's not being an asshole, like, it's personalities sometimes just don't mix. Yeah. And it's your job to be hospitable. But, like, sometimes it's like no matter what happens, you're at at odds. And I was like, you have to deal with this person. It's it's also, I think that's, like, an important thing to about being hospitable is like being able to recognize like, okay, I'm just like to a point where like I can, I'm not going to be able to serve this person in a way that's. Yeah, exactly. You got to know. Yeah. You got to know your limits. Anyways, I just, I've been having, I just kept saying restaurants are so dumb the other day. I was like, they're so fucking stupid. They're so stupid. And I think when you work in a place, you do take it seriously. You do a good job. Other people are taking it very seriously. People are holding you accountable. Like where I work is very serious. And I'm just like, that makes me buck the other way. Yeah. Because of my fucked up brain and personality. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very hard. I mean, it's hard because restaurants are stupid. They are stupid. On a fundamental level. <laughs> it's very hard to, to not think that because they are. I know. And it's just like, sometimes I'm just like shaking my damn head all night. I'm yeah. like, it's fucking fine. Everyone calm the fuck down. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyways, I don't even want to set foot anywhere that reminds me of a restaurant right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the idea of that reminds me of a restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, okay. do they have some kind of happy home no. fork and knife <laughs> thick plaque on the wall? Not happening. Not, I'm not going. Not going in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> anyways, I don't know. I don't know what else to say besides that. And maybe I just want somebody to give me money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I will say that kind of related to burnout, like I was just away for a little over a week and it truly felt like so restorative. Yeah. And I truly cannot encourage enough. 
going. Yeah, if you're able to travel, it really does make it. I mean, like, I, I say that I, but, like, going to D.C. was very helpful. And, like, yeah. it, it was, like, you just kind of need a little bit of a refreshing yeah, you, know, you need a break and you need to like see other spaces and talk to other people and just like I think too like just like know in your like when you get away from a place that is like grinding you down and you're like, "Oh yeah, like I am a human person with like inherent value and like yeah. good ideas and you know, like it's just like you get away and you're like, "Oh yeah, like I can feel good about myself." Yeah. And then you just bring that back and you wait until you lose it. And then you go away again. And (laughs) that's just your whole life. It's just a whole cycle. And then you fucking die. So it's not a big deal. Um, I don't know. What else do you do to to restore yourself? God, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know. I feel like travel is truly the best thing. I know. It really is the best thing. It's It's, the best thing. And I'm not someone, I'm not like a, I'm not a wanderlust by any means. No, I know. We're not those annoying kind of people. Uh, but um, I think it's it's very important. Yeah, I try to do other creative things that usually helps me feel better. Yeah. But when you're burned out, uh, when you get to a certain level, I can't do that either. Yeah. I think that something that helps me too is um, because I do like, um, like as a love language, like gifts and acts of service is important to me. And yeah. I think that's like why I'm in service. But doing that in a in a real and genuine way for people that you love yeah is really also like feels really nice yeah you know like being able to even if it's like like the other day before i left i made like these fridge pickles and brought them to the beach and then one of the friends that i went with texted me and was like what was the recipe you used for those and it was like it's just like a little lift, you know. Yeah, like you're just totally. Like, oh, like I made something, someone liked it. Like right. it just feels that's like a true that feels like a true moment of service rather than right. when you're in a restaurant. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm about to cry right now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this fucking summer, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's been intense. It's been intense. Um. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. That's okay. We can we can just end now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, eclipses. Mercury's <laughs> retrograding. Everyone's screaming at each other. Uh, this country is a fucking yeah toilet bowl on fire, and it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. You know, working in a fucking restaurant seems really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, so embarrassing. I'm not even PMSing. I'm like literally ovulating right now. <laughs> yeah, you should be so horny. <laughs> that should be a boost for you. Being so horny. Oh my God. I mean, it's really hard right now. Yeah. It's really hard. I think, I think everyone, I mean, maybe I'm just projecting on like the entire fucking everything but um yeah it's just like a really dark time Mm -hmm. you know i think and uh you know serving people a 17 dollar glass of wine feels like super fucking dumb so anyways i hope this made (laughs) everyone feel better about the work they do (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't have a solution. It's total hell. Yeah. Uh, people are uh, being tortured in our country, and they always have been, but it's really fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, this is a podcast about <laughs> service industry, <laughs> and it's so dumb right now. Yeah, it's really bad right now. Uh, but uh, I appreciate all of you guys, and I it'll get better. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> And uh, the jobs that we do are really hard. And um, I don't know. Just remember that they're hard, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like a... Cut yourself some slack. Yeah, exactly. You know? And uh, you guys are doing great. (laughs) And I think that specifically about... I think that there's... (laughs) This is like for people who are online, but there's like such a like camp of being like, take time away when you need time away from reading the news, which I think is true. But I also think that like, like it's all, it's something that you may be surprised by finding helpful is like committing yourself to something and like going to actions and like, going to community meetings for sure like i think that of course it's valuable to be able to be like you know what i just need a break but i think it feels better to participate for sure and i did that recently and it did feel really good and that was a really good like going from worrying about mezcal or whatever the fuck to doing that and i was like fuck right like that is it's it's uh, stupid to say it's healing to yourself because like that's not but that point. but that's that's yeah. not the point but it is also the point and yeah. like that is part of like what doing those things yeah does and yeah. that's it's good it's good for you and it's good for everybody and it's you know a higher cause or whatever but um yeah it's it's tough to know uh where you stand right now yeah for sure and when you say you I mean me well all of us. <laughs> Oh my god, I just want it to be fall. We could wear fucking sweaters and like, I don't know. I don't want to deal with hot girl summer. It's very stressful. Mm. You know? Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that personally offensive to you? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yes. Um, great. Are we done here? We're done here. I'm gonna make myself a drink and we can record a Patreon episode. Yeah, we're recording a Patreon episode after this. <laughs> So if you guys aren't patrons, uh, consider like lifting me out of my hell. If this is, this is one big guilt trip episode where I'm in literal shambles in front of your eyes. And you can just say, I'm going to toss Lillian five bucks a month. So she won't cry on air. (laughs) Also, if you can imagine what the next, what's the next episode's energy going to be, just kind of try to picture it. And if you're curious at all, just give us five bones and you can find out. Can you imagine if this is the first episode someone listens to of this podcast and they're like, what the fuck is this? Look, if you want women creators, this is what you're getting. Okay. <laughs> it's we're, you know, I'm really in touch with everything. Yeah, and this you, is how you know, it happens. You can talk the talk about diversity, but <laughs> you know, the hair trigger response, the t- hair trigger tears. That's walking the walk, baby. It's like I got pulled over by a cop this whole episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I will cry about anything at any time. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah. If you don't, you're a sociopath. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, anyways, uh, as always, we're so thankful for you guys. If you are still listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and if you are... May God bless you. Yeah, you have a problem. Um, please do review, rate, and subscribe. It helps this podcast out so much, and we appreciate you guys. All right. Love you guys. Bye.